Come chat with Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 139. Today, we are talking about something we have talked about a couple of times in the past, but we will continue to talk about it. I won't even say quarterly because this is something that we all deal with all the time, never ends, and we got to always talk about it. And that is setting boundaries and time management. Hmm. Do they go together? I think they do. Hell yeah, they do. I think they do. (laughs) I mean, you gotta like, yeah, yeah. All right. So I know you guys are sick of hearing it, but I just moved. And (laughs) did you? I feel like I feel like I'm a record stuck on repeat here uh, for the past couple months, but just moved. And I, you know, my world was in a tailspin. Everything I do looks different, feels different here in my new space. So I got to set up like a whole new time management system well, I'm going to use the same system I used before, but it just looks, it's just going to look totally different. And I haven't done that yet because I'm still getting used to my space. And I'm I'm in a space now where I'm, I'm ready to set that up. And I have boundaries because I'm here by myself. The only boundaries I really need to set are with myself at this point. <laughs> you set those boundaries. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about boundaries because you guys, I mean, this is new for me where I don't really need to close a door, right? To, you know, do a recording or, you know, my kids aren't running around. Uh, my dog might, but so this is all, this is all new for me, but so I don't really have to set boundaries right now, uh, except with myself, but you guys have boundaries and things that maybe interfere with your time, whether it could be a person, it could be what? what boundaries, yeah. Boundaries can be physical. I mean, there can be, you know, personal, physical boundaries, people, boundaries, all kinds of different boundaries. Phone, yeah. I mean, we like, were just, yeah. Yeah. Phone. Yeah. We were just talking about my husband and I have to set boundaries with him, but I also have to, remember his feelings and and work with that um the other day we had a discussion I will say about how I've been working too much and he's not I'm not spending enough time with him and I said but you come home early on you know Thursdays and Fridays and I stop working and I come downstairs and I spend time with you and he goes no you don't and I'm like, yeah, like I leave my office, I shut all my lights off, all my stuff, and I come downstairs and I and I, you know, watch a movie with you or we do whatever. And he goes, No, you bring your laptop downstairs and you keep working. You're just sitting next to me. And I'm like, oh, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> that is that is wow. what I do. So we had to have a a hard talk about, okay, then I'm going to tell you hi honey I'm glad you're home I'm working until three in my office and then when I come downstairs I will not bring my laptop I will come downstairs and actually spend time with you and then last night we um did that and about halfway through the movie he goes you can go upstairs and work (laughs) why what were you doing (laughs) where I was apparently too antsy because I can't sit there and actually watch a movie I don't know but (laughs) and I have a lot of things to do a lot of things I want to do so it's 
a continuous work in progress of what are those boundaries for both of us and setting aside the time that I need for each party, not just the business, but Bill and Maria and all the other things going on in my life and making sure I'm separating those a little bit better. Yeah. And being where your feet are. That's what I'm thinking for you right now. Be where your feet are. If you're downstairs, even if it's only for half of a movie, be there because obviously that's what he wanted, right? Or needed is for you to be present while you were there. Not the block of time that was two hours. It was only a half an hour of your undivided attention. And yep. that was enough of that was enough of you, I guess. <laughs> that was enough. He was he was tired and ready for bed and he knew I was not. I was <laughs> Peace out, babe. Go ahead. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes me think of listing party, the list perfectly. All we've talked about I have listing parties that you can do if you are um, a subscriber to um list perfectly. And we just did a listing party this morning and we talked about seasons. Libby brought up seasons because your seasons change. And so therefore your boundaries change and Libby, you're in a whole new season now of your life in a whole yep. new different place. And, and that that's going to change again when the kids come home from school. Right. All right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So to me, listening to what Samantha just said and what we're thinking about with the different seasons and how that's always changing is, is always listening. I think that is like the mm. biggest thing you can do is listen to your loved ones during season changes because they'll let you know, you know, whether it's subtly or right up in your face, if there's something discussion, discussion whether it's a <laughs> sit down and you discuss, or it might be a comment that they make, you know, they, they're going to let you know where their needs are. If they're old enough, if they're young, young, they're going to let you know by their behavior because you're going to want to pop their little heads off because they're going to drive you nuts. And then you need (laughs) to stop and realize they really just want your attention and you need to give them that. But I think to me that thinking that through, the biggest thing to do is keep your ears open and hear people that are around you. That doesn't mean you have to change everything for them because your business is important. Yeah, you really have to know where your balance is going to be at. Like you have to know what your vision is and what you need for your business and then listen to them and what they need from you and then figure out how you're going to compromise. I'm not going to stop working at noon on Thursdays because Bill comes home. I can't. That's ridiculous. But I can stop at three or four. And especially if we plan that ahead of time and he knows what my schedule is, then we can plan something else and, and do what we need to do so that we have that balance. But yeah, you just got to be able to listen and know what you need as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just realizing I have the opposite issue. Yeah, I Bill can... wants nothing to do with reselling. <laughs> Nick comes home from work, from his job, and wants to do my reselling business. Right. So my boundaries actually have flipped where I have to think of it in the opposite now, where for the longest time, it was driving me crazy. And I'm still trying to work this through of where is my downtime? Because if I'm working all day, like today, he's going to come home at 5.30, 6 o'clock, want to go run, want to have dinner. And then he's going to want to jump into my business. And what can we do? What can we list? What can we blah, 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 blah. Is there any shipping? Like, 
And I love that, but I have to figure out then my schedule and my boundary mm-hmm. so that I still have time for me, but mine's a yeah. little different. Mine flips. <laughs> yeah. So you got to figure out like what your shut off time is or what time you're, because like for Bill and I, I spend a couple hours with him. We watch movies, we play cards, we eat dinner. And then when he goes to bed really early because he gets up at like four in the morning mm-hmm. and then I still, I stay up, I stay up and I work a couple more hours. That's my trade-off for stopping at four in the afternoon or starting late because I'm bringing Maria to school is I work a couple hours every evening. Whereas you're doing that right around dinner time. You need to figure out what time you guys are stopping. So you can go take a dang bubble bath or something, girl. I mean, seriously, I got to take my bubble baths in the morning after he goes to work. <laughs> that's what I have to do I mean that has is kind of what I've figured out like my downtime has to be Monday through Friday during work hours Um, otherwise I'm not going to get them Um, you know we do have fun in doing it and that is the thing I love it when he wants to do it and he's so into it one of the things I did realize this weekend and I did it for a minute and it was actually kind of freeing He was so into wanting to do his notebook of listings where he takes my stuff and photographs and lists. All this came because my husband's a banker. He's all about the money, money, money. And I talked to him about possibly hiring a VA, a virtual assistant. And suddenly he's like mega photo measure weigh items in a notebook because he says, I don't need a virtual assistant. I have him. So now he's trying to prove that point by getting this notebook, which is phenomenal um, because I just pick it up and he takes pictures. They cloud into my phone and I can go, right? Well, what I did this weekend, because I just got tired all day Saturday, we were working all day Saturday. And finally at about four o'clock, I was like, I'm done. And he was like, well, I'm still going. In the past, I would feel guilty. Like you're working on my business and I'm not. But at this point, I said, no, I'm not going to feel guilty. Like he, if mm-hmm. he wants to go, go keep at it. But I, I'm, I can't now I gotta, I gotta set my, bail. I have to stop. And I did, I stopped and I turned the TV on and I got on my couch and I got my tea and I was good and I didn't feel guilty at all. So that was a boundary. I guess I set that I didn't realize. Yeah. It kind of plays into last week when we were talking about comparing. You don't need to compare each other and what you're doing and how much each of you put it. As long as you're happy, each other is happy with what you're doing, then right. yeah. And I have to quit thinking of it as my business because that's how I've always thought of it is this is my part, my business, but mm-hmm. it really is ours as much as he involves himself. And I don't want him not to because that's our retirement plan down the road. <laughs> like that's right. the fun we want to do when he retires from banking is he wants to he wants us to continue doing this and traveling and sourcing and, you know, so of course I want that. So I got to be careful. And he has ingrained himself in our weekly live sales. I mean, he is like a consistent part of that. Um, I would never want to lose that because I mean, I think he's the big draw, honestly. Listen, if I showed up without him on a Thursday night, Ooh, Lord, I think I'd have ladies, man. They just he want has him. his own hashtags. Like <laughs> he's set. He does. He does. Talk about boundaries. <laughs> so now that we're we're talking about this, and I'm listening to you both, um, the one 
the one thing that keeps coming up is, you know, be where your be where your feet are. And I think that guilt guilt gets in the way of that. Um, I think trying to multitask gets in the don't I'll get on my multitask soapbox later. Um, but I think that, you know, getting to a place where you can actually be present wherever you are, like you're not with your spouse on your laptop, giving somebody half your attention. You're not, you know, on your keyboard while your kid is like pulling at, while your children are like pulling at your pant leg, you are wherever you are, or you're, you're not splitting your focus. Like you're actually focused on where you are is a huge part of time management. I think about like, if I were back in my day of younger mom, when, when Cal was four and not 22, Um, I had a business out of the home and there were times where I would go, okay, well, we're going to go to the park, but I think about it. You go to the park. Are you actually with him at the park or are you on your phone working? Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. Be where your feet are. Put the phone, leave the phone in the car, put Mm -hmm. it in your pocket. And when you take that time to get him out of the house and go to the park, be with him at the park, enjoy that time. And that's something I, I think a lot of us have to think about because we all live in such a busy, busy, busy world and busy life with so many distractions and things going on is yeah. Be where your feet are is a huge thing that I think would probably take care of a lot of anxiety issues that we see in the world. If we were all where our feet were. Yeah, true. It it is a good indicator. If it's not motivation enough uh, for you to give up the guilt, um, it is when you're focused on where you are, it is a huge indicator of happiness. The people, all the studies show that the people that are the happiest are the people that are present exactly where they are. They're not looking at the future. They're not, um, you know, mourning over the past. They are exactly where they are. It is a huge indicator of happiness. And if you can figure that out, time management is is going to be a little bit easier. So if we look at everything through that lens, of how to be present where we are, we will be most productive and we're going to get into the nitty gritty of how we manage our time too. But if we look at everything through that lens of like, I want to be where I am when I'm at work, I want to be focused. I want to be given a hundred percent when I'm with my family, I want to be focused. I want to be given a hundred percent. When I'm, when I'm soaking in my bathtub, I want to focus and I want to give my bubbles a hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to give that bottle of wine hundred percent while I'm at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think we could talk about like some tactics uh, for, for how we can do that. And one of the things that we're going to have to, when we look at it through this lens, we're going to have to dispel is guilt. When we are where our feet are, we are giving up the guilt. Yes. Because I think as mothers, especially women, especially, I think feel this way more than men could be wrong about that guys weigh in on the comments. Tell me I'm way off, but I'm going to say women carry a lot more guilt than men. We're always pulled in a thousand different directions and always, we always should be doing that better. I should be a better mother. I should, you know, be better at business. I should be. And there's so much guilt that holds, and it is holding you down, whether or not you, you think it is, I can tell you guilt holds you back. It pushes you down. It does terrible things to your psyche. 
So mm-hmm. how are we going to give it up and how are we going to use time management to focus ourselves and, and really get rid of that guilt? Well, my guilt thing lately has been balancing the home stuff, like the dishes mm-hmm. and all that. And then the business stuff, because I'm just always here and my husband will come home sometimes or Maria, Maria does most of her own chores and things like that. But They'll be like, oh, hey, my thing is still in the washing machine. I'm like, oh, I never switched the laundry. I was home all day and never. And then I feel bad. Like, I'm home all day. How can I not switch the laundry? So I've been scheduling. I schedule lunch to take care of myself because I need to come downstairs and actually eat something. And then while I'm doing that, I do the silverware because nobody in my house, we don't have a dishwasher. Nobody in my house likes doing silverware except I don't mind it. So I do the silverware and then I'm doing part of the dishes And I switch around the loads of laundry. And then it's not a huge chunk, but each of us takes a little part of that throughout our days. They come home, they switch the laundry, you know, Maria washes all the plates and bowls or whatever it is. And then we all feel better about how everything is running and it's a lot easier for us. Teamwork. I like that. In little sections, because if I say I'm going to go clean my house right now, it would take me. I mean, it would take me like a week at this point, but it would take me all day. Whereas if I just say, okay, I'm going to go spend half an hour on my kitchen. That's a little bit different or even 10 minutes. And what book does this remind us of? Oh man, back to book club. Back to book club. What are we doing? You are slight edging it. Your family is slight edging it. it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's, that's amazing. So I, Molly, you we you and I have done an enormous amount of talking over the years about guilt. I know you carry a lot of guilt always all the time. And so it's a constant topic of our conversation is guilt. And so you would think where I'm are Catholic, you? but I'm not. <laughs> no Catholic here. So I don't know I don't know where the Catholic guilt comes from, but it's here. Yeah, like, so even when you were just talking about be where you are, be where your feet are, and that takes away the guilt. Well, for me, it doesn't. Like, even when I think about that, it might, if I'm where I am, take away the guilt for whom I'm with, but I'm still going to be thinking about other stuff in the back of my head. Like, oh, but by me being here at the park with my child, uh, you know, I'm not uh, not able to answer that email or respond to that person wanting measurements on that shirt. Oh my gosh, I hope, you know, they're okay with me waiting another hour or, you know, I feel horrible. I'm leaving them hanging and yeah, guilt stinks. And I don't know, is there a pill for it? I mean, I'll take one. I, I think a lot of it has to do with focus. I think a lot of it has to do with focus. I I mean, all right. So I mean, like my big trick, my big aha moment with this, and I do not carry around generally a lot of guilt. And yes, I was raised Catholic with the Catholic guilt, but I've gotten a lot of it over a lot of it. Um, (laughs) So the big like aha thing was, was so easy. And for me, it was, it was time blocking. Mm Mm-hmm. It was, it was just that simple to set a timer for 25 minutes where I'm going to sit down and do a puzzle with Emma. And when that timer goes and I'm focused on just that. And I know that in, you know, 25 minutes, I'm going to be starting work again. And maybe I have listing 
you know, maybe I'm listing for 50 minutes and I'm totally on that. Or maybe it's customer service and answering those emails. But I know that I, I that guilt doesn't follow me because I know I'm going to get to it in an hour. I know I'm going to answer that and I'm going to be totally focused on work in an hour. So it's not floating around in my brain, making me, I'm not carrying that around with me. I know that in an hour, if something, if something comes up and I happen to see it while I'm doing the puzzle, I don't give it a second thought because I know I'm going to get to it. And my next time block is, is doing customer service. And that's, that's fine. And that was, I mean, that's as easy as it was. I'm not saying I never feel guilty about anything, but on a day-to-day level, like I don't carry around those things with me because I know I'm going to get to it and I have the predetermined time scheduled for it. Mm-hmm. And then making sure that you're just communicating that with everybody else too. Like right. Emma needs to know you get 25 minutes puzzle time now. And then in a couple hours, you know, you get another 25 minutes or whatever the schedule is, but just mm-hmm. making sure that everybody knows like, this is how mom's day is going to go today. Mm-hmm. And that did work really well with my kids when they were younger as well. Like they would joke about the time where like, and initially it was like, all right, well, five more minutes, you know, oh, you can take five more minutes. And I would, you know, I would explain to them at a very young age, like, well, if I take five more minutes now, that means that, you know, I'm not going to be done until nine o'clock tonight because I had to push everything back. So would you rather me read you a bedtime story or, you know, they understood it from a very, very young age and stopped asking for, you know, five more minutes or 10 more minutes or whatever. Um, and they're probably both very good at structuring their time from you being a role model. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I yeah. mean, I just because figured you they were, were role good model at it and that the whole way through. About it. But yeah. Mom points, mom points. <laughs> well, I'm not saying, and I always, I always did this and I always did this perfectly, but when I did right. do it, it worked, it worked surprisingly well and it was nothing complicated. It wasn't mm-hmm. like this big. See, and you say it's not. And for some reason I find it so complicated and I know it would make my life so much easier if I quit letting 17 flying squirrels fly around my brain all day long. Like mm-hmm. if I just like, took them out and let one non-flying squirrel live there, I'd be much better. But I sit there and put it all in my head all the time about, oh my gosh, I gotta, 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 gotta. And a lot of times I get myself so overwhelmed that I don't, I go from gotta, gotta to no, no, don't do any of it because it's too much on my brain. And then what's the outcome of that at the end of the day? You feel like a poop head. The guilt slips in again because you didn't slight edge it. Right. Mm-hmm. You didn't get it done. You didn't even, it's not that you didn't get it done. You didn't even like put any of the effort in that it deserved. All mm-hmm. of it, whether it's the dishes, the listings, whatever. Um, because I do, I've got to, all right, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to make a t-shirt that I'm going to wear that says be where your feet are, because that's really, I think the biggest answer of it all. Yeah. Now you've been very open about your struggles with ADD and um, in our community. And so what works for me does not work for you. Um, You've tried it. So I'm just very curious about your take and what you've learned. You've done a lot of reading. 
and you know some things that work for you, some things that don't work for you. Like if you're talking to somebody else who's struggling with ADD and flying squirrels in their head, what what would you There's say? 12, what would you say to them? Me at a time, by the way. There's what like- would you say to them? <laughs> so I find for me the best thing is when I can calm it all down and literally put it on paper. I don't do. I got this beautiful timer. And sometimes I use it. It matches my room. It's really pretty. It's in our affiliate link on our consignmentchats.com. If you want one, you can get one. Um, It's very pretty. I love it. And sometimes I use it. But for me, what is best is putting it down on paper. For some reason, when I write what I need to do that day down, not even in my phone, don't type it in my notes. I put pen to paper that just for whatever reason sticks with me better. And the other thing that I've really worked hard the last year and a half, especially being the two businesses now that we do between conscious consignment and consignment chats um, is smaller victories instead of looking at it as it has to be complete in order to be a victory. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as just wash the silverware. Right. I did the dishes. Just wash the freaking silverware. It's better than me going, oh my God, there's so many dishes and I'll get to that later and not doing any dishes at all. Right. Mm. That is true. So what I do, like a lot of times with me, I'll I'll say, okay, well, I've got about an hour that I'm going to spend on listings. I had to quit. And I thought about this when we did our um, Patreon mastermind, Samantha, is the commitment I made to 20 listings a day. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to not commit a number. That is something that I need to stop doing for myself because if I don't hit that number, I'm a failure. That's just how my brain works. I need to commit a, I am going to work five days a week for a minimum of two hours on listings. Did that make sense? That. Because then yeah. no matter what, that two hours can be broken up into 30 minutes that day, depending on how my day is going. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's a day that I wake up full of energy and I do the whole two hours in the morning. But I find breaking it up into smaller wins so that you feel good about yourself and don't make them exact like number kind of things. Make them. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm trying to come up with a word. Yeah, it's still for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. on my listings instead of I complete it 20 listings. I focus for 20 minutes. Maybe that is a a way to phrase it. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. So that if if I spent that 20 minutes focused on that and did not turn my head for a YouTube video or did not go down and talk to Nick for five of those 20 minutes, but I just focused on that, no matter whether I got one or 21 done, I succeeded. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. We always talk about, you know, when you're you're doing your spreadsheets or you're doing your listings or just do what makes sense for you, keep track of what makes sense for you and do run your business, how you can run your business. And, you know, we may not count listings. We may count time. We may count money like you know you have a certain money amount you have to list per day so yeah I mean that wouldn't work for me that works for you that's awesome yeah yeah that's what I think and I think writing and and of course even people with ADD may not write lists they may not be a pen to paper person I know for my son because I went through this with him with his ADHD was 
teaching him, you know, once he started medicating it in high school was it's not a crutch. Like this medication isn't your be all end all. You've still got to come up with your life skills of how to handle this. And I explained to him things I do, you know, my biggest thing is making lists. Another thing that has helped me greatly is educating people in my life who are in my daily life, AKA my husband, Nick, um, what, what I'm like and who I am and how I work. And we've been married now for 20 something odd years and he would know exactly. I got to look it up. Um, (laughs) But he knows me well enough. And I think if you have the people around you understand who you are and how you work, it helps you because Nick will see me sometimes going off and he knows how to pull me back without saying anything. Like he knows if it gets too cluttered in a space, I shut down. My brain can't handle it. There's just too much. I don't even have to say it. He'll, he can see it now. And the next thing I know he's flitting around the house and all the clutter's gone. And then I can function, you know, and then I'm, I'm able to focus. But I think that education part, especially to those around you, because if those around you understand you, it just helps you a lot too. Not even if they're not, helping you, you feel that they understand who you are and how you work. Well, we were even just scheduling meetings and and stuff earlier. And your insensitive friend, Samantha said, well, you have ADD. Tell me what works for you. I don't want you to be overwhelmed, (laughs) which was meant to be sensitive, but it was not. And, but yeah, just knowing like there's, there's different things that are different for different people. I could go all day and have meetings, but you would never eat and take time for yourself. So what do you need? (laughs) I told you I ate a bar this morning right before we started our walk. Good job. I did. I did. I knew you were going to ask, and I did. (laughs) Yeah, those. Also, for those of you on podcast, I just want you to know Molly did really good getting through that whole spiel, while Diamond proceeded to butt her head into my frame this entire time. So, good job this with this giant Great Dane squirrel. (laughs) <laughs> she's so adorable. focus samantha you focused right through that yeah <laughs> look at her she just wants to be part of the show she wants <laughs> that's, all. that's all but that's what i think i mean everything we've said this so many times over and over again and this goes back to our last episode on comparing yourself you've got to figure out what works for you i'm mm-hmm. still trying to figure out longer gaps of time versus shorter gaps of time i know libby your times are shorter i don't for me it's almost day to day sometimes i'm better if i just say i'm going to really focus from when i get up in the morning till lunchtime and just keep myself in my office and do it. And then sometimes that doesn't work for me. And I need to say, all right, I'm going to get a listing done and take a break and a listing done and take a break and a listing done. And it's so weird to me that I can't figure out one thing. That's something that comes with that though, is sometimes you're hyper-focused on things and other times you're easily distracted and need to just do it in short spurts. Yeah. And I mean, I have that sometimes too. It really does just depend day to day. As long as you know what you need to get done, you, you can decide day to day on how to get it done. Yeah. All right. So this is a really important point, a really important point that I think we all do is like, all right, let's say I have my 
pretty time blocks on my Google calendar. And I'll show you guys that in another video, the, the specifics of it. You know, but, I love pretty. I love pretty. <laughs> All right. And I have my day scheduled out. And oh my gosh, my son calls and he needs me to run him his homework. We well, got Avery, you are in college. That should not happen anymore. So. <laughs> well, I have a parent. I don't think he's ever done that, but I, I was the best example. I was going to say my parenting tip is you don't run them their homework. They just have to learn that they left their homework. You don't take them their books that they forgot. You don't. All take right. Them. Your dog gets really sick and you got to clean okay, it up. That and take you care can of deal them with. Get them to the vet. All right. There we go. <laughs> that you got to deal with. And. For some of us, that can throw us off for a whole week. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, I just didn't, uh, Monday was, um, I mean, how many times have we said this or heard people say, oh, Monday was, uh, yeah, I got nothing done yesterday. This week is shot. Because everything starts on a Monday. Being That's sick hard. for a week screwed yeah. up a whole month for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to throw your hands up and just go, oh, well, you know, I had it all planned out and the dog got sick and I had to take him to the vet. You know, it's so easy to throw, to just throw your schedule out the window, consider yourself a failure. And that's the thing that the trap a lot of people fall into, myself included, with this time blocking. When you do set yourself goals and you do have a schedule, there are always, always, I just had this conversation with my mother yesterday, there are always going to be things that throw wrenches in your life. There are always going to be hurdles. There are just always going to be that disruption. It's what you do with it and you don't let it derail you. Maybe you shift things by four hours on your calendar. Maybe you say, I need to take half a day off, but tomorrow morning I'm getting up and I'm giving myself grace and I'm back at it again. Or, you know, when I get home from the vet, I'm back at it again. And my schedule just shift a little bit. You don't throw up, just throw up your hands and go, oh, well, you know what? It didn't work. Because that yeah. is always going to happen to you. That is a guaranteed in life that something is going to happen. I and I does. think that's a huge thing about boundaries too. Like then you have to be able to, you, it takes a lot to, to figure that out and learn it for yourself first. But then it's another huge boundary to say, Bill, I know you just got home and I know this is what we normally do. However, I spent the morning with the dog and I need to now make up for that time or, you know, part of the time or whatever task really needs, you know, my shipping has to be done by 4 p.m. at the latest. He doesn't normally see that side of it. He wouldn't know that. But being able to have those boundaries and, and have that talk so that you can still get the important things done, prioritizing to make sure you know what needs to be done today so that your accounts stay in good health and things like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just don't quit. I mean, in the scheme of things, how many people have we seen come and go from this business over the years, over the course that I've been doing this? She's kind of sort of talking to me because that's what I do. I throw my hands up. I'm that um, I wasn't, but now that you mention it, all right, yeah, I let's, like the, let's talk about it. Oh, I shoot. wasn't at all actually. It didn't even enter my if you, mind. If you feel targeted during any of this conversation, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> that's all I'm on at, you. I wasn't. It wasn't even thinking about you. We oh shoot! I messed up on my diet. Oh well, I'll enjoy the rest of the week. Everything starts on Monday. I'll start back on Monday. 
Yeah. I think that was it's, one thing the slight edge really taught me was just those outside circumstances are always going, they're always going to be there. You can't, mm-hmm. I mean, you can be frustrated in the moment, but right. it's going to happen and it happens to everybody and it's always going to happen. And, and it always boils down to how do you respond and react to those moments? Yeah. I mean, Livy had to sit me down and say that to me one time too, because I was super overwhelmed. Things kept happening. I wasn't adjusting to it. I was giving up and she had to, we went through our listing calculator, which is available on our website for free. (laughs) For free. And um, I had to set days off and I had to see, cause, cause you can only adjust so much. And if you keep feeling the guilt and you keep feeling behind, sometimes you just have to say, you know what? I took a vacation day this week and I dealt with whatever it was and I'm starting again tomorrow or Monday or whatever and not, not have to feel bad about it. It's, it is what it is. Move on. Correct. Now I'm going to say not Monday, not Not Monday. Monday. (laughs) That's, that is Molly. I am talking to you now. Everything does not start on a Monday. It can start in this minute. If you decide to, you don't have to wait until Monday. You can do it right now. I need help like on besides, that. You don't even have a dog. I was talking about taking the dog to the vet. That was so not targeted at you. I had a dog. <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. But we love you. But you love me. <laughs> I'm a cute mess. You got to have somebody with all the crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, it would be boring otherwise. Right? All right. So Libby, you are now in your new space and yep. you have to figure out your new schedule and you and are what? An, an empty nester at the same time. <gasps> an empty nester, new it space. A, it's a big season yep. of change for you. Huge. Just remodeled her upstairs of her new space and it is a fire. <laughs> so pretty. So good. Isn't it? So pretty? talk she about She Simon Chats themed her house. Did you see that? Like. She did inside the chat. Yeah. Y'all, like, you everything's this on. color. Great. <laughs> you gotta put a picture. I will. I on will. our social media so everybody can All see. All right. I'll do it. Um, so, yeah. So, talk about boundaries. I have a huge physical boundary now because the whole lower level of my house is the business where I am now. And the whole upper level is my personal space and the two are not going to mix and they have not mixed at all. Um, when I'm done working, the door gets, I go upstairs, the dog comes up with me because he comes to work with me in the morning. Um, <laughs> a great commute. Now, granted, sometimes it's like nine o'clock by the time I go upstairs into my personal space, but I have made the commitment that nothing from work will go. So it's really cool to have that mm. physical, the ability to have that physical boundary. That is really And to stick with it, because my husband had to remind me that we also have said physical boundary, (laughs) and apparently I just don't stick with it. (laughs) That can be a problem. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's me. I'm the problem. (laughs) I think, Libby, for you, it'll be easier, number one, because it's just you and except when your kids come home. But yeah. also because it is a whole level. Like it's, it's awesome. not rooms. It is an entire level. Right. I yeah. think awesome. that is such a beautiful thing. That's like your store. You have your own store right there. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. And mm-hmm. um, so now I'm figuring out, I think I figured out exactly how I'm going to put my Google calendar together and actually block the block times, right. Um, okay. For shipping, for listing, for, um, you know, what time I get up and all mm-hmm. of that good stuff, all this fun C chat stuff we do. I've, I've now figured it out based on this space. Yeah. Great. Before we get into your figuring it out, I have a question. Have you started shipping later in the day? On Because I've noticed sometimes now, like I think you're on a new shipping schedule. Because I go in and realize that stuff was no longer in the needs to be shipped at like whatever in the afternoon. So it was always one of the things I wanted to do was ship in the afternoon. So I ship in the morning when I get up, obviously all the things that I'm sold overnight, but I always wanted to ship the things in the afternoon that sold throughout the day. Normally I was Mm -hmm. shipping those in the morning and I tried time and time again in my old space to make it work. It didn't because it was freezing in the um, winter and super hot in the summer and the lighting wasn't that great when it was dark out. Uh, so I just could never make it work in that space. So now in this new space, it is much easier. For, I can do that. So I'm excited to add shipping, um, two rounds of shipping throughout the day, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And that that's a huge change. And it's just really, I dread it getting up in the morning and doing all the shipping because it's yes. not my favorite thing to do. And I would just have like, Kind of this sick feeling when I woke up. Like I would call Molly and I'd be like, oh, I gotta ship all these things this morning. I know it makes For me you. Happy, but... Yeah. Well, and if something happened, if the dog started throwing up, then you yeah. you missed your time and now you have to make a trip to the post office or you have to it totally throws off your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was hard to have because it would take me sometimes two, two and a half hours to complete the shipping because my space was really inefficient, not because I had a ton of packages. Um, <laughs> let's just be clear about that. Uh, so yeah, it would, and I, if, you know, one thing would happen and if my morning got thrown off or I had to run somewhere, or take a drive, like if there was an emergency, which seems to be happening more frequently in my family. Um, I was waiting for you to blame it on the dog again. The poor dogs have been no. blaming everything this episode. No. No, <laughs> I don't know why he has anxiety. I don't know why. <laughs> poor Diamond, poor Chummy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that, that's, that's a really cool change that, that I've made and I love it so much. So I have two time blocks, two yeah. time blocks. And then you don't dread so much because I've recently um, went to that as well. I do some shipping at night before I go to bed mm-hmm. and then I finish whatever sold because my mail person now comes so early, um, which apparently has been a blessing. I didn't even realize that I wanted to do two times a day, but it really does. It does help. And then if a lamp or something crazy sells overnight, mm-hmm. you're not freaking out because that's going to take another however long to do the next morning. You got a Frankenbox, you got to, you know, do whatever. It's not so bad because I already did all those other ones over there and they're ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so like I'm, it. I'm just really excited about that. So, yeah. all right. So let's say I have an hour set aside for shipping in the morning. It's more like an hour and a half by the time I get everything like delisted and quantities adjust it, but have an hour and a half time block set aside in the morning for shipping inventory adjustments, that sort of thing. Let's say I finish early, right? So if I have an hour and a half, that would, all right. So if I, let's say just 
for simplicity's sake, I have an hour set aside. So from eight to nine in the morning, I do shipping. I set a timer for 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not done in 50 minutes, I, I do complete the task. And then I just go into my calendar and I just drag and adjust the time spots. But let's say I finished in a half an hour that day. I was like a super shipper and I finished in a half an hour. I either reward myself by taking that extra 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and do something for myself or, you know, clean something, whatever whatever I feel like doing um, as a reward for finishing early. Or I just move up um, my next time, my time thing into that slot. Um, mm-hmm. so, which brings the point that I said, I set the timer for 50 minutes. If I have an hour blocked, I always give myself 10 minutes of every hour I have blocked to check my phone, to use the bathroom, to get a snack, to whatever. Um, I think it's really, really important that you give yourself that 10 minutes to finish whatever you're doing, to reward yourself for focusing, but it also allows you to put away your phone mm-hmm. or whatever your distraction is because you know you're going to get back to it in 50 minutes and you know at the end of that 50 minutes of intense focus, you have 10 minutes to catch up on whatever pressing thing came in on your phone whatever game you need to finish playing, whatever your carrot is, you're getting it. And that's your reward for focusing that intensely for sometimes it's 25 minutes, sometimes it's 50 minutes, but try to build that in. You've talked a lot about carrots and and things um, and kind of motivation like that. But I think it's really, really key for that deep focus is to know that you have that. Because otherwise it's too tempting to keep your phone like right by your side and answer that text that you really don't need to. You yep. really don't need to address it within that deep focus time. Unless it's me. You and then you should. Well, I always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always love a carrot, y'all. I mean, I think carrots get you through everything, no matter what you have to do. You you get yourself a carrot, put it out there know that you're going to get done. And when you get done, whoop, whoop, you get that carrot or carrot cake. If you would rather <laughs> carrot, oh, I cake. Do like carrot cake. Yeah. But yeah, I, I find that works for me. Um, and like you say, that carrot can be as simple as a 10 minute break and as a 20 minute walk or a chapter of a book or as big as I got all my things completed this week. I'm going to go get a pedicure or, you know, whatever. But I think carrots, and I guess I, it's, it's, well, the for same Samantha, as, it's sushi and Starbucks. If you that's remember right. sushi, last and Starbucks. Episode, sushi and Starbucks. <laughs> yes. But to me, I think that's the same that goes right with celebrate the little wins. I mean, if you're doing yeah. carrots for your hour blocks and it's something simple, you know, take a walk, do whatever paint a picture I don't know but that is part of celebrating the small wins which we say is very important to keep you going yeah well studies say it's very important because it motivates you and you celebrate the small wins so we got science backing us up here people we got research (laughs) this would be our researcher our quote queen our (laughs) she comes up with all the facts fact finder we got link fascinating we got Link Lady. We got Link Lady, Fact Finder, Quote Queen going on. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, we have um, people in the community. I know our friend Jill with Rusted Truck Relics. I'm terrible at her store name, but it's a great store. You should check it out if you can figure out what it is. Um, <laughs> All right, just I gotta link her up in the show notes. You're gonna have to. Jill, I'm butchering it. Jill, rusted truck relics. I believe. I'm yes, pretty sure yes, that's what it is. Yes. Okay, but she's but getting she, linked up anyway. Molly, you might to. even have to throw her logo up here. There might be a screen. logo thrown up here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Jill, who works a full time job, still does consistent listings every day. But she will not play Candy Crush until she list does her listings for the day so sometimes it is you know 11 o'clock at night and she's just getting to play her level of candy crush and now i feel guilt when i touch my phone and i play candy crush and i haven't got my listings done because i think of jill and her boundaries because she's that's so her, great that's her carrot candy crush. <laughs> right, so that's a good example of guilt right there you should <laughs> feel guilty about that <laughs> and comparing <laughs> <sighs> But she is very disciplined and she does a good job. And yeah, you got to have that little, even if you think that that's an insignificant thing, it is not. That is something that you're going to look forward to and you're going to get something done to do it. So y'all, I feel like we've given some good advice, some sound advice. I mean, I listen, I'm feeling better already. We've definitely chatted. That is our goal every time. And we've been chatting. <laughs> so there we go. Our goal is to chat, to laugh, and to hope somehow, some way, we have touched your day. I don't know. Just, just even, I hope you got something out of this. Even if you decided to go eat a carrot with hummus, whatever it was, <laughs> you got out of this episode. We're glad you got it. Absolutely. Y'all, until next time, ladies. Be where your feet are and... Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us on consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, join our free private Facebook community.